You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spittin' Statistician, a.k.a. The Stable Genius and Vocal Minority, and welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Check it out. Danny, Jilly Dilly, everybody down there in the Stats Overbeat Cypher. It is episode 366. Danny, it is a leap year Full of freestyle. I didn't get to celebrate a year's worth of freestyle because you weren't in here last week. Big shout out to Sean Angle who was holding it down. But Danny, uh, how does it feel? A year of freestyle. Thanks for always holding it down there in the fantasy pit of misery, my friend. Yeah, this is this is awesome. I, I didn't get to say this last Monday, but congratulations. Thank you, thank you. But that's that's awesome. All right, cool. So we're gonna definitely be talking with you a little bit later on. Okay, I want to get your take on the um, make it rain hater madness bracket. We're gonna be doing that to see who gets to the elite eight of hate. We're also gonna be talking about uh, what Jose Canseco is really getting himself involved into, and there's more than you might think. All right, so we'll get into that. But as you know, this is gonna be an NFL free agency edition of the fantasy freestyle. All right, there are literally in the last. There have been skill position players who have signed with new teams. There are skill position players who have been traded to new teams. I will give you a thumbnail sketch of what is going on. Everybody out there in the chat room, everybody who's watching, everybody who's uh, following along, you know, is uh, let me know what they think about that as well. I also got a poll question for you because one of the things we have to talk about in this episode is the uh, Antonio Brown saga, right? So that'll be one of the moves that we do cover. There are, like, absolutely breaking news, though, as we get into it here. And so I want to ask you, though, which uh, wide receiver do you think that's connected to this Antonio Brown uh, saga will actually have the best fantasy football year next year? Is it Antonio Brown now in his new home of Oakland, the Raiders, as they move to Las Vegas? Is it Amari Cooper former Raider who was traded to Dallas, now second year in Dallas, or will it be the guy who is now the number one wide receiver in Pittsburgh, whereas where Antonio Brown used to be, Juju Smith-Schuster in Pittsburgh. We got that poll question up right now. Right now, a lot of you think Juju, 55% of you say Juju, 26% say Antonio Brown, 18% say Amari Cooper. I'll tell you what I think, and I'll uh, you know follow up on that a little bit later on in the show. But here's what I got to tell you. In the last, you know, 12 hours, 8 hours. Some of these are fresh off the presses, okay? First of all, um, Jamison Crowder to the New York Jets on a three-year deal, okay? I think this is very interesting. They're trying to get Sam Darnold some weapons without having to break the bank. They were not players in Antonio Brown. We will still see if they are players for Le'Veon Bell. I am of the contrarian opinion. I do not think they need to spend big money for a guy like Lev Bell or Mark Ingram or Tevin Coleman necessarily for that matter. I think you build from the inside out. I love the trade the Jets made for Osimile. 
Okay, I think they're going to need to go out and get a guy like Paredes, the center from Denver. I'm all about that. I'm about getting an edge rusher, whether that be a Justin Houston, a D4, a Ziggy Ansah. We'll see that it won't be Trey Flowers because that is another move that has just happened in the last couple of hours. Trey Flowers going from the New England Patriots to... The Detroit Lions, and I think this is interesting. Remember, they're going to let Ziggy Ansah walk. Who is now the coach there in Detroit? It is Matt Patricia, formerly of the New England Patriots. He knows Trey Flowers very well. They continue to try to rebuild a Patriots-like culture in Detroit. It's not like you know they're the only place doing that. Another place doing that, the Tennessee Titans, right? They just got, literally in the last couple of hours, Adam Humphreys, a wide receiver, from formerly of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right? Adam Humphreys was that kind of slot guy, okay? Who might they be trying to recreate in Tennessee? Could it be a Julian Edelman, Danny Amendola kind of role for Adam Humphreys? Remember, that Tennessee team still has the ground and pound ability with Derrick Henry. They're trying to support Mariota and now getting someone maybe opposite that can draw some attention away from Corey Davis looks interesting to me. Maybe Humphreys fills that kind of Edelman role for the Titans, all right? Another player, another wide receiver leaving Tampa Bay, okay? Today, literally, in the last four hours, Deshaun Jackson. We heard about this earlier this morning that he was maybe on the move. He tried to, uh, you know, a little bit force his way out, a la Antonio Brown, right? It wasn't as high leverage, let's say. It wasn't as high stakes, okay? But Deshaun Jackson is traded to... The Philadelphia Eagles, it is a reunion in the city of brotherly love, okay? Maybe it always is sunny in Philadelphia. Deshaun Jackson goes back to Philadelphia. I think this is interesting because he's replacing, remember, I talk about it all the time with the wide receivers. It's like what I call the XYZ affair, okay? What up, uh, JRT, Dilly Dilly out there, JRT in the building. Um, JRT always be following, yo. JRT was with me 6 a.m. this morning. With me 6 p.m. this evening. That's what I'm talking about. Jer T burning the candle at both ends with me. Um, right there in the stats overbeat cipher. Dilly dilly to Jer T. Um, but listen, Deshaun Jackson, I think, fills a void that they haven't had since they lost Mike Wallace when Mike Wallace got hurt. Okay, they needed that guy to stretch the field. We know the kind of guy Alshon Jeffrey is. He's the one that could be big at the point of the catch, can get your 50 50 balls, the ex wide receiver on the outside. Okay, they have already Zach Ertz to work the middle. Okay, they already have a threat out of the backfield and guys like Darren Sproles. What they needed was a guy who could, quote unquote, take the top off the defense. Everybody has a different role, and we know Deshaun Jackson can do that. We know Deshaun Jackson has been able to do that for these Philadelphia Eagles, and that'll give everybody an opportunity to play the highlights once again when D-Jax takes a punt against the New York football giants to win a game. Deshaun Jackson reunited with Philadelphia. Part of the reason I mentioned the New York football giants, they just lost a potential defensive player of the year candidate. This guy, Landon Collins, was literally like second or third in player of the year voting a couple of seasons ago at safety for the giants. They let him walk. They said they weren't going to tender him. They said they weren't going to franchise him. And he has gone to the Washington football team. The Washington football team has signed Landon Collins. Okay. I thought he was going to go elsewhere. I thought Landon Collins was going to be a place that the Indianapolis Colts might have invested. I thought Landon Collins was going to be a place that his former defensive coordinator and Steve Spagnuolo and the Kansas City 
Chiefs might have invested in. I thought he was going to get um, going to the AFC, to be quite honest, and I thought that he was going to get big money to do it. He does get a decent chunk of change. I will check in on that contract a little bit later on, but he's going to Washington. Maybe he was motivated about facing his former team twice a year. You know they will do that in the NFC East. We are not done. There is more moves. The Buffalo Bills, remember, oh my goodness, they were going to get Antonio Brown. They did not get Antonio Brown. However, they have made two moves today that I think are interesting. Rebuilding that offense, trying to get um, stable weapons, is what I'll say. Stable weapons for Josh Allen, their quarterback. The first one is a tight end. They let, you know, Charles Clay go. They're going to go get Tyler Croft, formerly of the Cincinnati Bengals. Remember, the Bengals had Tyler and Tyler at tight end, right? And so Tyler Croft goes over to Buffalo. I think he can just as well. Listen, when Croft had opportunity, he did well. He is a red zone target. You saw him fill in admirably for... uh, At first, Tyler Eifert, and then it was C.J. Uzama who was in there for Cincinnati. So Croft now takes his talents up to Western New York. I think he can be a reasonable facsimile. Keep an eye on a guy like Tyler Croft. He can be a streaming tight end in fantasy. I always thought he was a little bit underrated, but the Buffalo Bills go after him, so they may have absolutely ideas on how to use him. Keep that in mind. That's interesting to me, Tyler Croft. The Buffalo Bills were not done, though. They went out and got Frank Gore today. Okay, Frank Gore at the age of who knows what, 73 years old. I have no idea how old Frank Gore is anymore. I do believe he's like fourth all time, though. Yo, Danny, I like that. I like that on the bottom, brother, man. Yeah, followed freestyle. We got a little graphic for those of you who are not watching right now. Live streaming is how we doing it here in Studio 34. I like that little graphic, though, Danny. Big things. Look at you pushing buttons down there in the fantasy pit of misery. That's why we like you so much. That's why the... uh. You know, that's why the Stats Over Beat Cypher likes you right there. Ben is telling you, you know what it is. Jared T hasn't even taken a nap in the 12 hours since he listened to the spitting statistician. Um, so Frank Gore goes there. I'm going to tell you what. I think this means LaShawn McCoy could be on the move. I really do. I think this means LaShawn McCoy could be on the move. This is something I've been saying before. I'll say it again. I think LaShawn McCoy is going to be trade bait. I think that's why they got Frank Gore. And I think, listen, keep your eye Keep your eye on the Chicago Bears, okay? There's been a lot of talk about how they want to move on maybe from uh, Jordan Howard, right? And I think McCoy would actually be the perfect kind of back in that system there with Matt Nagy. He likes to be horizontal a little bit, but still can be more between the tackles than a guy like Tariq Cohen. I think Shady's on the move. I think Chicago's an interesting destination. I think Chicago's an interesting destination for a guy like Mark Ingram because I do believe Jordan Howard... Um, has played his last down with the Chicago Bears. We'll see where maybe a guy like Horton, uh, Howard winds up. But in any event, the big name to drop today is something that we knew about, okay? Big D Nick. Nick Foles signs with the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I got to tell you something, people. I've been on this for a long time. I've been saying this. Why? Because of his experience with uh, former quarterbacks coach, offensive coordinator, John Filippo. I've been telling you that relationships and experience with each other matter. They go out and get Nick Foles to be the new starting quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars. They in-kind released Blake Bortles. Bortles service now on the market. I wonder where he winds up as a backup somewhere. You know, I, I think he does have a role as a backup in the NFL. But Foles now, listen, Jacksonville has their quarterback. But the question for me is, four years 
$88 million. That's a little bit too much rich for my blood. Is Nick Foles a starting quarterback? Sure. But could like who else was going to grab Nick Foles right now? Did the Jacksonville Jaguars bid against themselves? Because after, you know, the Washington team gets Case Keenum, after Denver gets Joe Flacco, we know the Giants are going to draft their guy. I think it's Dwayne Haskins. We know Arizona is in the market probably for Kyler Murray. Where else was going to bid 20-plus million a year for Nick Foles? Was it Miami? Maybe. I think they're going to be tied to this merry-go-round of Josh Rosen, maybe a guy like Drew Locke. In the draft, a lower bridge option kind of guy. So who was really gonna who else besides Jacksonville was gonna spend twenty-two million dollars a year for Nick Foles? It, uh, he's a nice quarterback. He's a leader of men, which is what they need in that locker room. I get it. But if there was no real market, if there was no second suitor for Nick Foles, then what are we doing here? That's what I wonder, okay? But yes, that was the big um domino. Let's say today, but there are going to be a lot more uh, names that change addresses in the next, like, for example, boom, literally in the last couple of minutes. And this is another big defensive mood. Literally, I refreshed the damn website and we got another move. The Arizona Cardinals have signed Terrell Suggs, formerly of the Baltimore Ravens. He is the heart of that Ravens defense. The Ravens have just shipped away Eric Weddle. C.J. Mosley and Terrell Suggs. What are the Ravens doing is an interesting question here on defense. No Eric Weddle anymore. Looks like they got C.J. Mosley letting him go to free agency. Letting Terrell Suggs go. What is going on with the Baltimore Ravens defensively? Or are they just tra- you know clearing money to go ahead and maybe try and grab a guy like Mr. Le'Veon Bell? Because as I look right now, the Baltimore Ravens are not a team... With a ton of cap, they are just slightly below league average. They got $34 million in cap. So if they want to really boost up that offense with a guy like Lev Bell, they're going to have to go somewhere else. The teams, however, with a lot of cap space, and we'll get into this in our next segment, is, you know, teams like the Colts and the Jets and the Bills. But here's what I want to do. I want to frame this Antonio Brown thing because it went back and forth. But, Danny, cue it up because if you follow me on Make It Rain and my man Jer T, I know you do, dilly dilly to jilly dilly. If you hear me on, um, I'll tell you about Terrell Williams, Ben. I'll tell you about Terrell Williams next segment, I swear. Um, but if you listen to Make It Rain, I, you will have heard me last week telling you what would happen with Antonio Brown. Play, play the clip, Danny. Let's go. If we are just picking one team and you're taking just Carolina, if I have to take one team, it would not be Green Bay. Where would it be, okay? Dane? Oh, um, who are you going? One, Where would it be, Dane? It had to be one team. You know, when you gave your analysis, Joe, one of the things you said was what makes the most sense. I'm going to mm. go with a team where I don't think they care about what makes sense. If I have to pick one team, <laughs> Joe, I'm going to take the Oakland Raiders. Bang! Bang, Danny! Speed's calling it, like usual. You know why? Hey, Jilly Dilly, I didn't see you out there in the chat room. Jilly Dilly, because I am the stable genius and vocal minority. You know what it is, Jill. All right? So I nailed that one cold. All right? I will tell you, Ben, about Terrell Williams. Jer T, the idea of us doing the top five. We should do that, but we got to do it on some downtime, okay? We literally have people signing minute by minute here, okay? Yeah, all my guys that remember the fantasy executive out there, this is a frenzy on some level, okay? We got people signing left and right. So I had that Antonio Brown thing cold, all right? 
And what I want to do here is talk about what the Raiders are doing. Okay, what the Raiders are doing. First of all, you know, they traded Amari Cooper away, got a first-round pick, and then gave up a third and a fifth. So they upgraded from Amari Cooper to Antonio Brown, albeit to an older player, more expensive player. But they also lost a third and a fifth and got a first-round pick. They maintained all four of their top 35 draft picks heading into this draft. I told you, the Oakland Raiders still have mad loot, people. The Oakland Raiders right now are fourth in the NFL. They have $70 million in cap space. Could they be players for Le'Veon Bell? They're going to have an opportunity to restock. They have the centerpiece to restock around. Okay, so I like what they're doing. We're going to talk about this from the Pittsburgh side of things, and then I'll answer your question about Terrell Williams and some other teams as well, some other players as well. Free agency, it's about to pop off with your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Come on right back. We'll talk about this. The Steelers got reeked over the Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Yeah. yeah, you know what it is, Fantasy Freestyle, Jer T, in the chat room asking me about the top five, we were doing that a little bit over uh, social media over the weekend, because if you hadn't heard, the greatest rapper of all time died on March 9th, and so we were talking a little bit about our top five list, what I said, Jer T, and anybody else who will listen, is that top five groups may be even more interesting than top five artists of all time, and that would be one of my top five groups that you just heard there, Tribe Called Quest, a little outcast. You know what I'm saying? There it is, Danny. I like that. Of course, a little tribe, a little outcast, a little woo. I think those guys are, you know, unmistakable. But then we can take it from there. We can talk about it, Jay, uh, JRT. Talk about it on Twitter, at Spittin' Speeds, if you want to holler at me. We got a poll question up as well, which is, um, which of those three wideouts pretty much tied to the Antonio Brown situation? You know, A.B. himself in Oakland, Amari Cooper now a second year in Dallas, or Juju now as the wide receiver one in Pittsburgh. You guys like Juju. I'll tell you right now, honestly, don't sleep on Amari Cooper in his second year in Dallas. I think Amari Cooper could push, you know, high-end wide receiver two, low-end wide receiver one kind of places. We know Juju is going to be viewed as a wide receiver one. I would be slightly concerned about him being like the man now, getting that wide receiver one attention, getting the big, getting the best cornerback kind of attention, that sort of thing. People will be following, shadowing him, not AB. I would be slightly concerned about that, but like he'll be great. He'll be good. But he's not, I don't know, you know, if he's just going to all of a sudden become Antonio Brown. And then A.B. obviously will be the focal point of the attention out there with the Oakland Raiders. Um, so, listen, I think the Raiders did a great job here. Okay? And, and I've been saying this for a while. John Gruden don't give a damn about you in the short term. I said this all last season. John Gruden didn't give a damn about you, current Raiders players. He is organizing himself to be ascending as they move into Vegas. I have been saying this for six months now. Okay, so they'll trade away linemen. Okay, and they want to accumulate draft picks so they can have young, ascending, buzzworthy players 
as they move into Vegas. They also, like I said, have $70 million in cap space. So what if they could recreate Bell and Brown out there in, in uh, Oakland slash Vegas? That could be very interesting, right? And here's the thing. Look at what they did in terms of upgrading from uh, Antonio Brown. They also got the first-round pick. Compare that with, like, for example, when I told you what Denver did to move in what I thought was a lateral move from Case Keenum to Joe Flacco. They gave up a fourth-round pick and a seventh-round pick and acquired a sixth-round pick. That's not doing well in your draft assets. To go from Case Keenum to Joe Flacco as bridge to bridge made no sense. Here they go from Amari Cooper to A.B., who gives you the buzz that you need, the star power that you need, the true number one playmaker that you need because Doug Martin wasn't that dude. Jordy Nelson is a shell of his former self. Jared Cook, who's now on the tight end market and is going to command some cash, you needed that playmaker, right? And you got the draft assets. They have four of the top 35 picks, and they're going to use them on defense, Okay, because as they try to rebuild that defense, I think that's what they're going to do with Mike Mayock, the new GM. And on the Steelers' side, listen, they think it's addition by subtraction. They think it's addition by subtraction. They think getting Lev Bell out there, getting Antonio Brown out of there is better for their clubhouse, their culture, the way they do business. The Steelers are making a stand. They will not let players dictate terms to them. Fine. But they're going to take a step back this year because Juju is not Antonio Brown. Washington is not Juju. Connor is not Lev Bell. Big Ben is one year older. This defense still has some issues. And Antonio Brown is now a dead cap hit of $21 million on the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to take a step back. Yes, I acknowledge that they just wanted to plant the flag on how they would do business. But... I don't think it's ultimately going to work because this is a new day and age, not only in the NFL, but in professional sports where the true elite athletes can, in fact, write their ticket. It happens in every single sport we've seen, be from Bryce Harper to LeBron James to Antonio Brown. All right? But I think this is now very interesting for the AFC North because I do believe Pittsburgh takes a step back. I just told you that literally in the last day, the Ravens, or the last week, the Ravens have lost their defensive leaders. Eric Weddle, C.J. Mosley is going to sign elsewhere, like three or four teams looking to bid on his services. Terrell Suggs, literally in the last 20 minutes, news has broken. Terrell Suggs will be an Arizona Cardinal. I think Baltimore takes a step back in that division. Who is on the ascent, you ask, in that division? Ah, it's the Cleveland Browns, my friend. But in any event... I think there's going to be a ripple effect. I think there are other wide receivers that are moving. We hear about guys like, listen, I wouldn't be surprised now if Jordy Nelson goes back to Green Bay. Now that it's clear that Oakland's trying to get new weapons for Derek Carr, I wouldn't be surprised if Jordy Nelson goes back to Green, Day, Green Bay on a one-year kind of value deal to go back and be that trusted blanket for Aaron Rodgers to be on the other side of Devontae Adams. Is Odell Beckham on the move in any way, shape, or form? We keep on hearing differing reports on that. The last I heard is that the Giants aren't seeking a trade, but they'll sure as hell pick up the phone if someone else trades them. All those people in the chat room right now, they're saying, oh, Antonio Brown should have gone to San Francisco. Watch it, because others, others still might. Okay, yeah, I've been talking about it strong style. Just to recap, okay, we got a lot of new... 
A lot of moves here in rapid fire. Trey Flowers to Detroit. Landon Collins to Washington. Tyler Croft to Buffalo. The Humpty Dance. Adam Humphreys to Tennessee. Multiple teams trying to recreate roles of New England. Deshaun Jackson to back to Philly. Frank Gore to Buffalo. Jamison Crowder, a shot at JMO. You might need that at MetLife watching this Jets team. And, of course, Nick Foles to Jacksonville, right? But I think the Cleveland Browns are set to potentially win this division, guys. They were a game and a half back last year. Baltimore's lost their entire defense. Pittsburgh's lost their entire offense. I laugh at Cincinnati right now. Watch it for the Browns. They are on the ascent. They still have draft capital. They still have money. But I digress. Here's what I want to do. I wanted to answer directly the question about Tyrell Williams. Because I think Tyrell Williams is very interesting and at only 26 years old. I think he's going to go. There are two contending teams that I think are interesting for him. All right. I just got, I'm trying to find the cap space of one of them. So what I want to do is I wanted to talk about some of these contenders. So, for example, like the Houston Texans, what do they need? Offensive linemen like, whoa, okay? So they need to be in on, you know, they need to be in on Matt Paredes. They need to be in on Chantrell Henderson. They need to be in on, you know, Vedletter. They need to be on Remmers. They need to be on Ayupati. The Texans, in my opinion, I'm going to go through these playoff teams, right, that didn't get the job done. The Houston Texans made it to the playoffs. They need to offense, that augment their offensive line. The Seattle Seahawks, however, could be a Tyrell Williams destination, strong style. Don't they need a bigger outside option? You got a lot of little guys in Lockett, in Tate. I mean, it's not Tate, and Lockett, and Baldwin. They have their running game that they like. They spent money there. You know their defense. They're kind of retooling. But I think they could use another wide receiver. They thought they could use another wide receiver when they tried to have Brandon Marshall last year. That's one place for Tyrell Williams, potentially. Here's the other, though. The Indianapolis Colts have a ton of money to spend. The Indianapolis Colts, I thought, I think the Indianapolis Colts are going to make a big offensive move. They augmented their offensive line. They have Andrew Luck. That defense is performing better and better, right? I thought they were going to get a guy like Landon Collins. I think they're going to still be in the safety market. But listen, they got $100 million in cap space. They can afford a big-time safety like a Honey Badger or an Earl Thomas and a Le'Veon Bell and a wide receiver. I think the Indianapolis Colts will get a wide receiver. Okay, and when I look at the wide receivers that are out there, Right? I just told you, Adam Humphreys just went. Dante Moncrief, former Colt. I don't think he's going back. Golden Tate, to me, is interesting, but I think he's not the threat that Andrew Luck in the downfield passing game warrants. That's what that offense is. Okay? And I think Terrell Williams can go to the Indianapolis Colts. I think he's a great fit there. He's only 26 years old. He goes to a contender. They need a wide receiver, too, opposite T.Y. Hilton. They like Ebron at tight end. They, they like some of their running backs. I think they could make a splash if they want to go big at running back. But to me, and who was it that asked um, out there in the chat room was Ben. Where do I see Terrell Williams going? I see Terrell Williams going to the Indianapolis Colts. I think the Indianapolis Colts are going to spend money at wideout and at safety. Okay? And they may be a name, they may be a name for... Uh, Le'Veon Bell 
as well. Let's go back to some other teams like Baltimore. I don't know what they're doing now because they're letting their defense walk away. So they got to replenish maybe a defense. They could use a pass catching back also. We hear about Le'Veon Bell. I don't want to say Lev Bell for every team, though. They can use a pass catching back with Lamar Jackson. Okay, they're, they're not doing the Collins thing again. Remember, there were some issues there. What about a guy like TJ Yeldon? What about a guy like TJ Yeldon for the Baltimore Ravens? That could be very interesting. Another AFC team. Okay, we talked about Houston. I talked about Baltimore. I talked about Indy. Another AFC team. What about the Los Angeles Chargers? They don't need much on offense. Okay, they have what they need around Phillip Rivers. If you want to kind of get some linemen, that's great. They need to accent the defense. You have the edge rushers. You have the corners. They could be in the market for a safety as well. Watch for the try. I mean, you obviously love Derwin James, right? But they could be in the market for a safety. They could also be in the market for a run stuffer, a guy like a C.J. Mosley, other linebackers, a K.J. Wright kind, okay? That's what I could see from the Chargers. And then Kansas City, for me, I mean, it's obvious, right? They're letting their pass rushers go. They're letting D. Ford and Justin Houston go. They're going to have to replenish that, but they need secondary help. They need secondary help. So for, for the Chiefs, I see it as you know, cornerback city, right? So whether that's a guy like Ronald Darby, whether that's a guy, um, you know, there's some others out there. Um, there's a Darquez Denard, a guy like Jason Verrett, a guy like Bradley Roby, Morris Claiborne is out there. That's where I think they need to go. Let's go to the, 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 the NFC contenders, though. All right? I've told you about the Chicago Bears. They could be out there with a, with a wide receiver like Golden Tate. That could be interesting to me. They need that kind of presence, that kind of stable, you know. They got, you know, out there, they have your bigger wide receiver, Allen Robinson. If they can add another weapon that can go east-west, that tough with the ball, like a Golden Tate, that could be very interesting to me because, you know, they don't really need to build up that defense. They're looking for a playmaker, if anything. Golden Tate to Chicago or Chicago could use, if they are going to move on from Jordan and Howard, they can use a back that's bigger than Tariq Cohen but doesn't automatically signal that they're running the ball. You know, so whether that is LaShawn McCoy in the trade market, Mark Ingram signing a Tevin Coleman type, that's what I see out of Chicago. Dallas is very interesting also. We've heard about Dallas for Earl Thomas. They could obviously use that. They franchise-tagged Marcus Lawrence, Right? Offensively, I think they're okay. Maybe they try and re-sign their boy Cole Beasley. We talked already about, you know, Philly's going to be players for these running backs also. I'm going through other NFC playoff teams now. All right, Philly is going to be an option for some running backs that are out there. They moved on from Jay Ajayi. They've been connected to Lev Bell in the past. Okay, they're, I think, going to be in the running back market. Okay, They're set at offensive line. They're set at tight end. They're set at wide out. They're letting Golden Tate walk. They just got Deshaun Jackson. They could be in the running back market. Right? This guy, Tevin Coleman, is going to have no shortage of suitors. Remember, they've been rumored in past years to get LaShawn McCoy back. Bills have now maybe potentially got another running back. Okay? I think Philly is going to be players in the running back market. What other playoff teams haven't we talked about? I talked about Seattle. Seattle, if they don't get a guy like Terrell Williams, watch a guy for watch Seattle, watch a guy like Devin Funches. That's a big t- a big ex outside wide receiver. That's the kind of guy that they need. Okay? Not a Baldwin or a Lockett type. They need a big kind of red zone option. Watch a guy like Devin Funches to the Seattle Seahawks. 
I talked about Chicago. We talked about Dallas and Philly. New Orleans. New Orleans don't need Jack on offense. If anything, you know, you just bring in more depth, more defense. Maybe they find the cheap option to replace Mark Ingram, who it looks like will be on the move, right? And then the Rams. I don't know what the Rams are doing. Um, we got to find out about Todd Gurley's health, you know, that arthritic condition. We got to find out about a Cooper Cup coming back, you know, from, from his ACL tear. You know, they, um, they re-signed Fowler. What will they do with guys like Sue? Um, I think a guy like Brandon Graham could be awesome from them. Pushing the pocket from the edge when you have guys like Aaron Donald coming up from the front. Um, ooh, Nick. All right, let's see what the chat room says. Chat room, I like what Nick is saying. Williams, who must be Terrell Williams, played under Frank Reich at San Diego. I like that also. I like that Terrell. I like that Terrell Williams. To San, uh, not to San Diego, to Los Angeles, the Chargers. But then Ben says, do you, them L.A. Chargers, doing anything? They are a couple pieces away from making that push. Listen, I love the Chargers. If you, if you are a real deal stats overbeat cipher, you know how much I've been on the Chargers. I, thought, I, I had them winning the AFC last year at the beginning of the year. Okay? But remember, they have, they're loaded already. Remember, they get Hunter Henry back. Okay? Remember that besides Keenan Allen, they got Mike Williams. Okay, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Travis Benjamin, who's still their speedy wideout, and Hunter Henry coming back, and Melvin Gordon. No, they don't need to do much. They can, in fact, let Terrell Williams go. I was saying, if anything, these charges, in my opinion, need to augment the defense. Yeah, strong style. You know I was on the charges. If anything, I see the charges, uh, Ben, augmenting the defense. I think they can get a safety. I think they can get a run stuffer. Okay, that's what I actually think they need. All right, Clayton Trahan chimes in as well, talking about the Chargers have as good of a chance as any in the AFC. Listen, the Chiefs will be there. I say look, look out for the AFC South. I think the Colts are on the come, guys. I think the Colts are on the come. I really do. All right? I think another year in their systems. I think they add a, a weapon like a Terrell Williams, like a running back. I think I really think they're going to be in the safety market as well. Look out for the Indianapolis Colts. People forgot how good Andrew Luck was. All right, and by the way, we got that poll question up right now. Also, and right now, fifty-three percent of you say Juju. Only thirty uh, percent say Antonio Brown. Seventeen percent say Amari Cooper will be the best of the three. Clayton Trahan says lean Juju due to the quarterback play, which is interesting. All three will face double coverage with an elite option on the other side. So Clayton says, Ben, better than Dak, better than Carr. That is interesting, though. Remember, when you say without an elite option on the other side, there is an elite option, though, in Dallas, in the backfield, and that is Zeke Elliott. And and you saw what Amari Cooper and Zeke Elliott and Dak were able to do. Here's what I want to also do, Danny. I'm going to give out the phone number, okay? The number to call. The number to call if you want to talk about any of this with the spitting statistician is 347-767-6614. Again, the number to call is 347-767-6617. When we come back, I gave you my little like autopsies of the contenders. We'll reflect a little bit about the teams that have a ton of cap space. And then we'll put the fun and functional sports content. We'll update you on the make it rain brackets. And, uh, you know, we'll have some fun with the population and my man Danny Otto down there in the fantasy pit of misery. It is a leap year of freestyle. I'll tell you maybe even why leap year is so important to me on the other side of the break. Fantasy freestyle. Ya tu sabes.
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Puerto Ricans, we do the Humpty Hump. Come on, we do the Humpty Hump. Samoans, we do the Humpty Hump. Come on, we do the Humpty Hump. Whatever Danny Auto is, they do the Humpty Hump. We do the Humpty Hump. Danny, what are you? I have no idea. Oh, we got to do that 23andMe, brother, yeah, man. You got to give your DNA to the, to the government. <laughs> That's what's got to happen here. You know what it is. It's Fantasy Freestyle right here with your boy Dave Martinez, Speeds, the spitting statistician, and Jilly Dilly. Check it out. I'm rocking a shirt. The stable genius and vocal minority. You know what it is. It is episode 366. I said it's a leap year, Danny. You know, 365 is a year, 366. I got to let you know, Danny, you know why leap year is important to me? I do. Yeah. It looks like that's going to be my wedding day. You guys might know I'm engaged. I'm excited about that. It looks like we're picking leap, leap uh, day. Next year, as my wedding day. So when we have episode 366 of Fantasy Freestyle, makes me think of leap year, so that's important to me. Jilly Dilly saying in the chat room right now, love the shirt. Thanks. One of my, uh, one of my best friend, fans from the Stats Overbeat, Cypher, got it for me, Jilly Dilly. So Dilly Dilly for that. Strong Style Danny says, um, the 100th episode of Popping Off. I mean, it's episode 366, a full leap year of freestyle, but it's episode 100 of Popping Off pretty soon, huh? Yeah, before the end of the month. Really? Yeah. Talk to me about this. Uh, yeah, episode 100 is not this week or next week, but the week after. Fantastic. And um, what, you got anything special going on? Can I, can I crash for like three minutes? Absolutely. If you when want to you, uh, when you What day of the week are we talking? Tuesday. All right, we might have to make it pop. Yeah, definitely. We're, we're basically, and I don't want to give it away, and it's strong if, if you're listening. In the strong chat. style's in the chat. Yeah, yeah he, he can't give it away. Basically, nah, don't don't talk about it then. Okay, okay, I won't give it away. We, let's not, let's some, not ruin that. We got some good stuff. But I'll see way. if I could join. I'll see if I could get down, make an appearance, or at least contribute somehow. Thank and you. um and and also in another stats over beats population, uh, collabo. Danny, next week you and I are going to be picking our true March Madness bracket together. Um, Corey, the lovely Corey from Popping Off, uh, has got us hooked up. Got us entered in some big time tournaments, right? Big time brackets. Yeah. And uh, so keep it locked here for Freestyle next Monday, everybody, in Stats Over Beat Cypher. We will be giving out and going through our March Madness bracket and uh, making it, you know, let you guys know what we think is going to happen. I'll be giving you out my final four, my national champion. We will actually be making the picks. Danny will be in the pit of misery, you know, maybe with pencil and bracket in hand. And we'll be going matchup by matchup. We'll be zooming through that, giving you our March Madness picks uh, next week. Right, Danny? Absolutely, yeah. All right, so let's talk about another bracket here because we got that hater bracket. Danny, um, do you have that, by the way? The hater bracket? Oh, yes, you do. All right, so, Danny, here's what I want to do. I want to see what you think, okay? In your stead last week, Sean Angle was here, and we got his, so I want to get your take on it, okay? All right. Um, We've already, just so you know, in the technology region, we have already had remembering passwords beat bots and trolls, okay? Okay. Um, But what do you hate more, Danny? When streams buffer or social media beef? 
Are we we talking social media beef when I have to sit there and watch it? However you want to interpret it. It's up to you. Uh, I'm going to go social media beef. Though. Ooh, that's an upset. The four seed over the one seed. Ooh. Social media beef. You don't like it when you, you don't hate it when, when streams pause to buffer? I mean, that pisses I, me off, dude. I do, but at this point in my life, I have pretty decent internet. You got good internet? All right, so. fair enough. All right, so then what about this? Social media beef or remembering passwords? Uh, it's going to go remembering passwords. Yeah, it sure. sucks, right? Because yeah, yeah. here's the thing I don't know if you're like me, Danny, but I got like two passwords for everything. Okay, so if I got to put in like a website or whatever, my login and my password, and it's not like the thing I put in for everything, I'm effing screwed. Oh, yeah, same. And it pisses, that pisses me off. And I'm like, what? Because then I got to play with like the capitalization and all this stuff. Like, honestly, it was happening to me the other day. I was going into my Instagram account, my Speed's Instagram account for like the first time in a while. Yes, I noticed that. You did? Okay, did you? (laughs) Well, bro, I could not not get in because my damn password was was wrong. It was, it, was, it was a big thing. And then I linked it to my Twitter account. It was big things. I was getting into 2019. Okay. So, remembering passwords is in your hater final four. Absolutely. All right. Sports hate. Danny, do you hate more huge salaries or, like, teams that are dynasties? <sighs> I, I guess I got to go dynasties. Dynasties? Yeah. Or like the Patriots? Like the Patriots. But right. I, 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 the only reason I did the sigh is because I, I know at one point Yankees were a dynasty. They so. sure were. They still are. They it, always are a dynasty, brother, man. It pains me to lump them in with the Patriots. I hear you. That's I the hear only you. problem. But, right. yeah, but you got to advance them. Okay. Yeah. And what about, do you hate tanking or backdoor covers like those Game of Inches ones when like random things at the end just like mess with your bet or mess with fantasy or tanking? You know, I, I'm going to go backdoor covers. Nice. Okay, that's so backdoor covers makes the elite eight of hate. Yeah. Uh, do you hate that more or the dynasties? Dynasties. All right, so dynasties, the one seed, gets into your final four. Yeah. Remembering passwords, the two seed, gets into your final four. In transportation, Danny, we've already had, just so you know, people cutting you off has beaten kids being loud. I saw that, yeah. Okay, and uh, what do you hate more, Danny? People who are slow in the left lane or people who smell on the trainer bus? Uh, this one's hard. This, this one's really hard. <laughs> okay. They're, they're almost even for me. Got to pick one. I know. I know. Um, uh, you know, at least I guess if the people are slow in the left lane, I can somehow try to get a, around them. Yo, Strong Style, by the way. Yo, first of all, Strong Style is with you on passwords, but Jilly Dilly says that streams buffering is the absolute worst. <laughs> okay, so... Like, people are feeling you here. But what are you, all right, um, smelly people or slow people, Danny? I'm going to have to go smelly people. Smelly people, all right. I can't get away from them if I hear you. If I'm that's stuck. the right, that's exactly what I said, Danny. Which people are slow in the left lane, you could change lanes. You could take this saying. within your locus of control. Yeah. People smell. Like, it really sucks. Like, bro, I was on a crowded subway. Like, and I had a seat. You know, I was excited about it. <laughs> um, and then I realized that part of the reason I had the seat was because the dude, like, you know, like, there's the two that face forward? Yeah. You know? And I was in one of the two that face forward, didn't realize in that, like, the person in the three that was kind of behind me had cleared out the room by smelling. Oh, no. All right, but I digress. What's worse, smelly, smelly people on the subway or people cutting you off? Uh, smelly people on the subway. Wow, okay. Yeah. So we have smelly people. And here's the thing, Danny. You know, I know, for example, Jilly Dilly's out there in Cali. She might be driving more than she's on the subway or the, bu- or, the, or the bus. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some of these people are in, you know, more commuter driving places than they are with, like, metropolises, like, you know, here in New York that have subways with 
you know, homeless smelly people on them. But all right, you got smelly people in the final four of hate. Now let's go to significant other hate, Danny. All right. What do you hate more, Danny? The quirky habits of your significant other or becoming, realizing that you're in a fight for no reason? Oh, it's fight. Yeah. For absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. I hate when the spitting statistic, statistician hates it. I'm literally like, what do you mean? What? 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 How'd you get here? <laughs> like, it's all good, baby. I love you. We're getting married on leave day. <laughs> all right. So f- fights for no reason. And uh, what about the one that is currently on right now? You can find this at FNTSY Radio. Um, Danny, what do you hate more? When your partner is snoring or their whack friends and family? You know, this one's closer to me than, than Oh, you really? Think. Really? I hit a nerve here? Uh, I mean, I if they got a lot of whack friends and family, that's really hard to deal with because they're so effing whack. I know, but... If I don't get a good night's sleep, I can't deal with them anyway. So True. <laughs> I, think, I think I'm going to have to go on snoring. You're on snoring. I, I okay, I a little upset to. there. Yeah. Snoring or being in a fight for no reason? <sighs> fight for no reason. All right. For sure. All right, so your final four real quick, Danny. You have Dynasties, the one seed, Remembering Passwords, the two seed, Smelly People on the Subway, <laughs> the two seed, and being in a fight for no reason. Yeah. I felt pretty good about that. Okay, so what do you hate more, Danny? Dynasties or remembering passwords? Oh, remembering passwords. Oh, that was quick. That was quick. Okay. That is into the finals. And what do you hate more, Danny? Um, Smelly people on the subway or being in a fight with your significant other for no reason? Now, remember, your, 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 your mantra before was what was in your locus of control. Yeah. Now, my question for you, Danny, is is being in a fight with no, for no reason with your significant other in your locus of control or not? Not really. Okay, so sm- neither is smelly people. <laughs> I know. What are you going to do? <laughs> That's why they're both one seeds. This is hard. Um, oh, strong style. Don't tell me about this. Oh, uh, snoring. Okay. I thought he was being sarcastic, being like that I'd love the married life and then be like snoring. Oh, oh, oh. Like that I was being boring him because he knows what it's like already. Um, so what are we saying, Danny? I'm going to go. I know where you're going. How do you know where I'm going to go? You begrudgingly are going to go fights for no reason. I think I'm going to go smelly people. Oh, smelly people. Okay. So we got a battle of the two seeds here for your finals. Everybody, this is, this, is, this is high drama here. As we put the fun in functional sports content, it would never be a leap year of freestyle without a little bit of fun with the stats overbeat cipher. Danny, what do you hate more? Smelly people on the subway or having to remember your password. And by the way, people, if you want to not only in the chat room, tell me what you hate the most. You still got a couple of minutes. The number is 347-767-6614. Again, the number to call. By the way, Danny, I'm doing this to give you time to think about it. I appreciate so you know. that. Okay, but the number to call if you want to tell me what you hate or what you think about NFL free agency or the Antonio Brown trade, you can holler at me at 347-767-6614. But Danny, the time has come. In this bracket of 16 things that are all hate-worthy, would you, by the way, would you say that, Danny? Are they all hate-worthy? We did a good job of like, just forming the original brackets. Yeah. They're all hateable. Yeah, definitely. All right. What do you hate the most, Danny? Remembering passwords or smelling people on the subway? Mm, these are both really close. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's the finals. It's got to be tough. I think I've been locked out of so many websites and, yeah, and okay. stuff. I, I, and you're a producer, you know? I know. It's really annoying, especially when I'm trying to get into something. But... Uh, I think I'm going to have to go to Remembering Passwords. Remembering Passwords is to. Danny Otto's most hated thing in 2019. You heard it here first, people. Yo, 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 Perry Ng in the building. 
Uh, I'm sorry you didn't get a notification, Perry, but it's going to be every Monday, 6 to 7, okay? That's what we're doing here. Um, we are doing it 6 to 7. We were talking about free agency, so rewind. It's all good. Get down with the chat room. We were giving you all the updates on free agency, what happened, why I think the Jags are bidding against themselves for Nick Foles. Um, you know, I talked about how teams are trying to recreate New England, both in Tennessee, them signing Adam Humphreys as a slot guy to maybe recreate the uh, Edelman look. Uh, Tyler Flowers going from New England to Detroit, head coach Matt Patricia, formerly of New England, obviously. I talked about my take on the Antonio Brown thing. And I think, listen, true elite players are going to be able to start doing this, not only in the NBA, but in the NFL as well. Teams are going to have to realize that players do have this nuclear option of being like, I'll withhold my services. I'll, I'll still make money on social media posting on the masked singer on Fox like Antonio Brown did. Right, and they will be able to write their own ticket. They're going to have to work with players in a different way. I talked about that. Um, I talked about how now between that, the Steelers taking a step back. The Ravens now, in my opinion, this week are going to lose Eric Weddle, C.J. Mosley, and Terrell Suggs, who just signed with the Arizona Cardinals. Don't look now, but to me, the Cleveland Browns. Mark it down, Jilly Dilly. Remember Jilly Dilly, where last year I said the Browns would be over. They might win six or seven games. That was even in the summertime, and they wound up winning seven. I'm going to tell you right now, this is March. And I'm going to say, go in right now. You can get good odds on the Cleveland Browns to win the AFC North this year. I think it's a valid play. I think Baltimore's taking a step back. Pittsburgh's taking a step back. Cleveland's on the up and come, Jilly Dilly. You heard? Mark it down. Full leap year of freestyle is when I said it. Um, Then I talked about what some of these contending teams, playoff teams from last year could use. I really like the idea of Terrell Williams to the Indianapolis Colts. I really like offensive linemen being the uh, theme of the day for the Houston Texans. They got to protect Deshaun Watson, as we've seen. Okay? Um, I really think, I really believe that uh, Chicago is going to be playing in the running back pool. I think Jordan Howard's a goner. I think the Eagles will be playing in the running back pool. I think Seattle needs a big X kind of wide receiver. Keep an eye out on a guy like Devin Funches for the Seattle Seahawks. All right? I think the Cowboys will be playing in the safety pond. We've heard about Earl Thomas, but maybe it's not Earl Thomas. Maybe it's a guy like the Honey Badger instead. Right? Maybe there's a lot of safeties out there. Okay? I'm getting text messages right now. I don't even know who's texting me. Should I find out? Oh, it's Jilly Dilly is texting me right now, people. Jilly Dilly in the building. Um, she's talking about these notifications need to pop off. Jilly, we're in the middle of a segment, though. I'll, I'll, I'll hit you back later on. All right. But um, listen, then when you look in the secondary <clears throat> for Dallas, you know, there's also guys like Ha Ha Clinton Dix, LaMarcus Joyner that are out there. Okay. Um, so that's where we're going. Now we're all caught up. All right, Perry, there you are at Strong Style. Stats over beat Cypher. We were having a little bit of fun. I mean, Perry, don't the Eagles have a committee of 20? Yeah, but you need, they need a guy. Jay Ajayi, they're going to let walk. Darren Sproles is at the end. Remember, they tried with Clement. They tried with Josh Adams. None of them is the guy, okay? I think they're going to look to upgrade there. I really do. I really do. Um, but in any event. And so with the couple of minutes left, here's what I want to talk to you guys about. I want to talk to you guys about this Jose Canseco A-Rod thing. Are you guys on this? Danny, are you up on this? I'm not. I came into work today and found everything out. <clears throat> All right, so you know A-Rod is dating J-Lo, right? What is that? A-Rod and J-Lo, they're together. Right. Okay, right. they just got engaged. 
Yo, dilly dilly to him. You know, I'm not the only one putting rocks on fingers. If I like it, then I should have put a ring on it, right? Um, this is, by the way, this is the second time Alex Rodriguez has delivered a ring to the Bronx. Aha! There it is. There's a chuckle out of you. But then out of nowhere, Danny, Jose Canseco hits, on so- hits him on social media and is like, J-Lo, just so you know, A-Rod's a dirty cheat. He's cheating on you with my ex-wife, Jessica. Wild stuff. And then my man Joe Ranieri played a clip on Make It Rain this morning talking about this, okay, how he was like that A-Rod was hollering after his wife and all this stuff. Like, yo, I think Jose Canseco just wants to stay in the news and is trying to make it off of other people who are in the news, and he sees an opportunity. He's going to seize on it. Remember with the book he seized on it? He may be telling the truth, but I think he's telling the truth from like in the past. I think A-Rod used to want to get with his wife, maybe even did, but I don't know. Would you really cheat on J-Lo? Danny, would you really uh, risk that? I mean, I wouldn't. That's what I'm talking about. And then I got another segment, another clip for you. Um, play it real quick. He's talking about more people that are in the news, clearly. This is him just trying to stay out there. Play it real quick, Danny. Do we have it? Oh, okay. He needs help. I just saw him. He's talking about oh Tim Tebow. God, swing looked so mechanical, so bad. He, I'm surprised nobody's helping him out. How good of a hitter could you turn him into? Well, the good thing about it is he's left-handed, number one. That means a lot of right-hand pitching. A lot of pitches will come into a swing. Great he's analysis, strong, Jose. Which is a big advantage, and he can run. Oh, word. But, um, good stuff, know, Jose. definitely turn him into a power hitter, just working on his, his technique. He's going to turn him really into a power hitter. Attitude. He's got a very – his swing is really too short and too rotational to create power. Under your tutelage, how many home runs – what are we talking about? This is, is courtesy of TMZ run, Sports, by the way. More, how many home runs could Tim Tebow hit? If you worked with him. Well, if you look at his physicality, he's like 6'3", 6'4", 240, 50 pounds. So he's extremely strong. Oh, word. Extremely physical. Thanks, Jose. If he works with me, I can easily get him up to, at the major league level, you know, 35 to 50. Easily. Runs. All right, that's all I need to hear. Easily. Jose Canseco can easily get Tim Tebow to hit 35 or 40 home runs in Major League Baseball. He also knows that A-Rod is cheating on J-Lo with his ex-wife. All right there, Jose. Way to stay in the uh, way to stay in the news, my friend. All right, hit me up at Spit and Speeds as more free agency goes down. Next week we'll talk free agency winners, losers, and we'll fill out a March Madness bracket with my man Daddy Auto. It has been a full leap year of freestyle. Big shout out to the stats over B Cipher. You know I love you. Spitting statistician is out. Peace.